I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. That being on the realest, this beat made me kill it. Her feet to the ceiling. She said that she loved me. She never said that in college. 3005 is our mileage. I'm in my lane like a Prius because I'm moving in silence. You still ain't broke down yet? Auto flashing lights and a couple crown vicks. Want to rock a crown to the ring to the left. Get a nigga sweet up. She don't want to get left. Uh, relationships look closer in the rear view. Finally slow her down and realize she ain't nowhere near you. That's why you got to stop. Park. Put that shit in neutral. Yeah, you really love her. But is she worth your future? Your Sierra, your Beyonce, they be saying he got money. You think him be a Kanye if he left driving in the driveway? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Yes, I know where you are. And, and I, I know, know you be. Uh, so, uh, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Good. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Maroon Five. Uh, you know, trying to get the week started. Just me and Karen today, but I know this week we will have the three of Negroes on. So Woo-hoo! that'll be uh, what's up. Uh, Justin's gonna be on for Game of Thrones on Wednesday. So uh, you know, busy week as always. Um, you can find us at iTunes or Stitcher. Just search the Blackout Tips. I don't know how you found the show before without knowing that information, but now you know. Uh, you can go to theblackoutest.com, sign up, be a premium person, leave us uh, five-star reviews um, on iTunes and Stitcher. We'll read them if they're positive. Yes. Uh, leave comments at our website at theblackoutest.com on each episode. Long-winded comments about your day and how work's going. You know, the usual. Um, and uh, leave us, you can also do stuff like, Email us the blackout tips at gmail.com and leave us voicemails at three minutes or less, 704 Uh, the, uh, unofficial, no, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. This podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Sexy ass friend of the show, Lisa Sane Odom, has a new sexy ass audio play album on iTunes. Uh-huh. And you can go find it. By just searching Lisa Sane Odom's Best Stories. And uh, it's right there on iTunes. Like it. Leave it five stars. Uh, buy it. It'll be awesome. And if you'd like to do a five-star review, that would be awesome as well. We'd love that. Um, Let's get right, right into it. All right. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, let's see. What should we start? Uh, let's start here. Um, So there's some leaked emails that proved that Ben Affleck, uh, you know, well-known white liberal person, um, he went on to uh, that show, um, who, who does that, Henry Louis Gates or whatever, the, the, the show where you, they find your roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called, find, I get, oh, that's what it's called, Finding Your Roots. <laughs> that's what it's called. So uh, he, he went on that show on PBS and, mm-hmm. you know, they check your gene- genealogy and they tell you like all your ancestors and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he found out that he had some slave owner ancestors and he uh told them not to put that part on tv why not it don't matter why do, why do like people act like it's a shocker to find out that somebody in a past his own slaves like that's not a shocker just like uh if i go back in my past i guarantee you somebody from my history Actually, I know for a fact we're slaves. Like this is not shocking nor surprising, and nobody's gonna shoot you and say you own slaves. So what's the problem? I mean, let's be honest, guys. If you are white in America, most of us assume someone 
related to you at some point may have owned some slaves right why, why that's you? american history Correct. that's one of the problems that i have with you know the fact that we have to have a black history month not that i'm against black history month but the fact that we have to have it is because we refuse to teach people how much of that is american history black history is american history it's the most american history right all the way from the bottom to to where we're at now you know like uh, from 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 being a slave to being the president of the president of the United States, like that's a, an American story, and you do need to tell it. And I think what happens is, well-meaning or not well-meaning white people suppress it to the point where you know it's it actually makes them look worse. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna no one's gonna skip seeing Batman versus Superman because you got some slave owning ancestors, dude. Right. Like, you still got my money, dog. Um. So yeah. Um. They, uh, I guess, uh, there were some hacked, uh, Sony emails that, um, are still being leaked or still being read through. Mm-hmm. And this was in the hack. They read that his people sent that stuff. Um, the censorship is an apparent violation of PBS's rules. So they're not supposed to be able to censor it. Um, but. I'm pretty sure they do all the time. Like, this is not shocking that they opted not to put information out. Yeah, in the, in the email, they were they discussed the unusual request of an unnamed megastar who they later referred to as Batman. I'm sure that was in the kindest way. Right. Uh, confidently, confidentially, for the first time, one of our guests has asked us to edit out something about one of his ancestors, the fact that he owns slaves. We've never had anyone try to censor or edit what we found. He's a megastar. What do we do? And in his reply, Linton recommends removing the material as long as no one else knows. Before writing all things being equal, I would definitely take it out. Uh, eventually, Gates acknowledges that fulfilling the request would be a violation of PBS rules. Actually, even for Batman, uh, it would be embar- and would it, and would embarrass him and pro- compromise our integrity. Including once we open the door to censorship, we lose control of the brand. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, the episode did air without the information. Uh, in a statement released. Uh, by Gates on Friday, the Harvard professor denied removing the material at Affleck's request, saying it was ignored so as to focus on the most interesting aspects of his ancestry. Bullshit. Come on. You you know that they took it out because it was Ben Affleck. Of course. And, and, and my thing is this. Um, unless you are the Native American Indians, everybody came here on the boat, number one. And then, number two, why do, like we just said, why are people shocked that you have slaves in your history or you own slaves in your history? Like, Mm -hmm. that's not shocking, nor surprising, nor groundbreaking information Mm -hmm. that, you know, people in your past may have had crops, may have sold tobacco, they own slaves. Like, that's not shocking, nor... um, surprising at all but people people want to run from that and hide from that and and almost feel like what if i let people know that my you know grandpa owned slaves i was some people would think less of me and that's foolishness yeah and i mean ben affleck's a guy that people see as a very liberal type of guy who gets it he went on bill maher show and argued with him about the demonization of islam and muslims um right, and, that, that don't take and then you know it. it just kind of well it just it's kind of like crazy because like even he doesn't really get it sometimes you know right like, 
white privilege is a motherfucker to be like can you just not talk about that is so fucked up if you think about it because it, it, you know it's like i need a perfect white image just the fact that he would request that just shows that he doesn't get it you know right and and, and the, the thing about it is one of those things where if i was looking at you from like a form of respect i it's like you kind of lost that i mean i'm i'm gonna see the fucking movie regardless like just don't sweat me one way or the other but if i was the type of person be like well hey you know i thought this and that I was like well dog uh you kind of lost a little bit of respect for me because you just didn't put the information out there like i wouldn't have thought less of you i'm actually upset because you tried to hide this shit like right. that's the problem not the problem that it existed the problem that it did trying to hide it you why are you trying to hide it like like that's the issue from the beginning why is this a problem people are still going to go support you people are still going to go see your movies people are not going to run away uh from you just because your family owns slaves i guarantee you just like when people go to restaurants and spend their money and things like that, I guarantee you, if you go back to the roots and the history of a lot of big businesses and shit like that, I guarantee you, you find racist people owned it, homophobic people owned it. Maybe you go in far back, slavery was was attached to, to some um, companies back in the 1900s. Like, this is not shocking or surprising, but like you said, it's one of those things we're here in America when it comes to... um slavery and owning slaves instead of facing it which actually would help us get over a lot of the bias that people have in our country about people of color everybody wants to run away from it and you really don't want to discuss it as much as people keep having these goddamn pointless conversations on cnn and in cbc can we say nigga can we not say nigga you know and all this shit you're just like nobody really wants to talk about it everybody want to waste our time talking around it and nothing gets discussed and nothing changes yeah i just i just think it's kind of funny that you know he could pick and choose unlike any guest before they said no one had made a request like this before that he decides like i'm important enough to say to dictate the story around me you can't bring that up right um, which which is which is crazy you know even his like which you know and i don't believe that when they say it's an editorial uh, choice and mm-hmm. that is a coincidence no, no i believe they took it out because of who it was and it's sad because the integrity of that show is compromised i wouldn't watch that show again if i was right. watching it i'd be done because once you tell me that hey man we you know depending on who the guy is we we take shit out because we don't want to have no problems i right, fuck it then well, what's then, the point of the right. show right what's the point in you digging in their history to pull shit out so they can learn so we can learn and you be like, nah, fuck it, we not that. You know, that's that's just like a black person going in there, and all of a sudden they was like, well, did you know that your great 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 grandma was a slave? Nah, don't put that in there. That's ignorant because right. most people know that most people from African descent, period, were slaves. Not to mention, I mean, how many of those episodes had there been where they pointed out this white person is part of your ancestry and it's not, you know, because they used to own somebody, like, right? You yeah. know, it's just it's stupid. It's stupid of his part to think that he needs to be the exception to that right and and that's like uh when they do that stuff i'm pretty sure they push shit up about well you know your uncle was part of the ku klux klan and right. such such was part of the confederacy and all that shit i and, mean i don't know if they've had all that or not honestly okay yeah but, but, but the point being that's a possibility it, yeah that it's could. a po- you know it's a possibility when you right. walk in the door to and we know that that has no reflection on you Correct. so why would you anyway Right, and I think that's the part that frustrates me. Like you said, it's not a reflection of you, but, you know, and not to say that they ever came across that, but guarantee you that that's going to come up. It could. Uh, Speaking of coming up, Chris Brown finally uh, showing his daughter 
on uh on instagram oh she's beautiful all that gorgeous hair yeah she's also uh you know pretty uh she looks like she's kind of old you know for a little you know brand new baby she's how like, old she's supposed to be what they say um i mean i'm just saying he you know like this is first time showing his baby yeah that baby looks but two, it's after everybody three? find out that he you know had a secret baby so mm, you know you're walking somewhere what is we talking about you know, it's not like a newborn pig this this baby can read i saw it reading right it drove to the um using the iphone pictures. and shit come on dog but, uh, don't nah. be lying to us about your child but nah he, he finally showed his baby and the internet went um went, went kind of left on him he uh posted a picture and uh it was just uh a crown because his baby's name is royalty i believe and um one of the responses was from underscore the underscore city with six y's karma is a bitch ha ha let's see if you will forgive the guy who beats her up so bad will he be able to say everyone makes mistakes it was a long time ago (laughs) yeah yep the internet does not forget Nita's underscore world says, let's all hope she don't end up with a guy like you, Chris. This is from posting a picture of your baby. Because, you know, got to let him know. Got to let him know how you feel on Instagram. Keep her away from Tiger, Chris. He's a pedophile. Says uh, Michelle. Uh. Michelle, you heard. Michelle, you heard. Says that. Another one says, a bunch of, like, sad emojis. Chris Brown, my heart. Uh, well, God bless you in fatherhood. Better hope she doesn't run into someone like you having kids while in a relationship, but still got love for you. And then the heart eyes emoji and the sweating emoji. <laughs> so people's uh, going in on him for showing his baby, man. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite one is doesn't have nothing to do with his baby. It's uh, I put it in the chat. It's a picture that he took with some type of weird filter that makes him look weird. Um, and a person underneath it said, I thought his head was a fruit roll up. <laughs> Cause it looked like the fruit roll up coloring or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, this, it was just, it was just funny, man. Um, people, people went in on him for just for throwing a picture of his baby. Cause you know, gotta talk about domestic violence if someone puts their baby on. Instagram. Right. We we start off Insta, Insta, we start off meanwhile on Instagram first thing. Meanwhile on oh, Instagram. Instagram. I know. First segment of the show. Um so I don't know if you remember um this song right here. Hopefully this will play right. My uh Spotify's been acting stupid lately. Let me see if I can get this to play. Yes. I parted this one. I had a job. It's so cold. Friday night, Naughty hunting, 
feeling right. Body shaking all around. No one thinking. Beginning now. So, um, he dead, y'all. I heard that. Mm-hmm. On a Friday, too. On a Friday. He's getting paid up in heaven now. It was payday for Jesus, and they needed somebody to sing the song. Right. So God called him on up. I mean, you got a job every Friday. You're going to be singing for everybody that down Fridays. Yep. Um, he uh, actually died on Thursday. Everybody found out on Friday. But, you know, direct deposit. Yeah. Maybe he got a Thursday night. Uh, he was found dead in Montego Bay, Jamaica. He's a Bahamas, uh, Bahamian native. Um, he, uh, was 55. That's all? Yep. Uh, statement issued by Reach Media, the producer of Tom Joyner Foundation Fantastic Voyage Cruise, refutes claims that he died after bumping his head while on the 16th annual cruise celebration. Oh. Didn't know that was even a, a, a thing, thing that was happening. Right. What? Uh, we were res- like, nope, this, this is not from us. Wow. So like, we don't want no lawsuits. Was he on the cruise or what? He probably performed. You I know, see that. A lot of times they have that and I think Sinbad does them. I don't mm-hmm. know if Steve Harvey, but you know, Tom wanted, um, Tom Joyner do those cruises like that all the time. And they do a lot of old school acts and things like that. Damn. I hope he wasn't performing when he, I hope he didn't bump his head. Oh, we didn't either. I hope he wasn't out there jamming. Radio rocking. Ouch. Um, but we have received confirmation that Johnny Kemp has passed away. Um, no other details at the time. He had the number one spot for two weeks. We just got paid. That's only two weeks. Wow. Which also well, hit number no, ten. Number one in my heart forever. That's my jam. Also hit number 10 on the pop charts. So he has two sons and a wife, man. But Johnny Kemp is gone, man. That was a jam. Yeah, that was his only song, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, he was, he was literally. Uh, a, I don't know. I, I mean, he had other music, but he was literally a one hit wonder. And the, just the true definition of it, because I couldn't tell you not a nan other song by him. Yeah. Only song I see is Just Got Paid. Just Got Paid Live and Rum and Coca Cola. What the hell is a Rum and Coca Cola? I don't even know if that's him. Rum and Coca Cola. I don't think that's him. Well, they can't all be just got paid, you know. <laughs> just got paid was a revolutionary hit, you know. Yeah, happens. you said just got paid live. Ooh, who knows mm-hmm. what that sounds like? Uh, YC, the dude, Young Chris, who got uh, caught filling up a bartender the eve of his wedding, wedding, and then got left at the altar. Wow, these goddamn Youngs. Okay. Well, his fiance is considering taking him back, but he's got a secret baby now. Damn it, Young Chris. You were going to get married with a secret baby, man. Thank you, Dwayne Wade or something. <laughs> right. And Dwayne Wade didn't really get married because he's like, fucking, I ain't signed the papers. Right. YC's fiance, Tia Anderson, left him waiting at the altar a few weeks ago when she caught him flirting with a waitress the night before the wedding. 
it was a bartender she kept the engagement ring but you but can you believe she's considering taking him back yep under the condition that he stops being a man whore yc and tia haven't even haven't seen each other since the would-be wedding day but they've been texting yc even sent her roses tia says she wants yc to stop surrounding himself with groupies but a one-woman man uh be a one-woman man and she'll consider taking him back nigga please keyword consider here's the thing though that tia's decision may be made for him once she learns the real tea about yc's secret baby i have a question yeah uh-huh. okay M- maybe it's my ignorance and i don't know mm-hmm. but in the year 2015 you know back in the day because i got family members who had like whole a goddamn whole nother fucking family women have a choice at the same time but they have cell phones they have camera phones shit they barely had regular phones um but in 2015, um, you can't hide the babies. Like, who are these people that, that think you can take a baby and uh, put it in the corner and act like it ain't there? Well, he's hid it for four years. They've been together for five years, and he had a four-year-old son uh, named London. According to sources close to YC, he's the worst father ever. Apparently, YC took care of his son when the racks on racks checks were coming in, but for the last three years, he hasn't done anything. He never got a paternity test, and according to the source, he won't even visit his son on his birthday. Yeah, the reason why I say, because eventually, like, having a, a child will come out, because people ain't keeping quiet. People will take pictures, people will tell who you are, like, you you might can get away with a few years, or, or, or if you have children, which I'm pretty sure there's children out there we'll never know of, them women are probably well paid. Like, you can't be cheap and not pay and not take care and don't have a sign, hush money and shit like that, and be like, well, fuck you, bitch. That's going to come out. Like, that's not realistic. Well, that's what that's what DMs is for, Karen. Okay? Keep it all to the province and stuff. Uh, there's some photo. Matter of fact, they got pictures of the DMs. Uh, hello? I mean, they, you know, they was on top of it. It's ball alert. You know, the detectives is on this shit. Uh, one young Chris says, I did that. Oh, wait. She says something like, let's see, might not be what it was, but at the end of the day, you and I both know you're not going to take care of. And he said, I did that because I was straight. Money wasn't an issue back then. She says, well, then take a DNA test so things will be clear. Then we'll, you will know for sure. If you felt he wasn't yours, you wouldn't have half asked to carry him for one and a half years. And he said, on God, somebody did. And she said, because didn't nobody tell you that we don't even know the same people? Uh, you still never answered the question. He said, okay. She said, he will be fourth. He will be four on the 29th. Are you going to start helping with London or not? Uh, he says, what mess you say you took out a warrant on me? She said, you still on the same mess? He said, what up? What <laughs> kind of goddamn conversation is this? Yeah. That's a conversation when you don't want to take care of no baby. When you high. Um, Scarlett Pumpernickel said, <laughs> but why is the baby in the picture waiting on his daddy? Why see at the door? LOL, too cute. Because they got a picture of the baby up here. I'll put it in the chat so y'all can see um, what the picture she posted of him and the kid. By the way, I, that ain't really fair because all babies look like everybody yes they do until they get to certain ages they do yeah so you know you can put this picture up next to anybody and i'd be like that's his goddamn baby you need to take care of his baby that's what the problem is and in reality you know might not be that baby i don't you know 
can't tell. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and then also says, uh, uh, we have a baby with a, well, I have a baby with a random. I would never, says Bree. Justine Mitchell says, LOL, he was waiting at the door. Um, <laughs> Brazil says, so is she still thinking about taking him back? Probably. Yep, probably. <laughs> Leonard Brother says, sound like he's a bad dad on dad on dad. <laughs> but uh yeah he got a secret baby man um black tv is making history in the uk it's a british comedy premiering it's called venus versus mars and it's the first show in uk history with an all-black cast get them uk make them mad uk mm-hmm. they have a preview for it no they're gonna be mad Oh, me too. My name is Venus, and coincidentally, every guy I meet seems to be from Mars. Yo, rah, you must be Venus, yeah? Yo. I was a bit scared because I thought you'd be a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I got size 18. I'm about to I'm a bit clingy, but I'm not bad, is it? So you're more Michelle than Beyonce. Wish me luck. The hit online show, Venus vs. Mars, comes to Sky Living HD, Thursday at 11. Oh, now, I couldn't understand anything they said because I don't speak that. But uh, good for them, man. Yeah, that slang is a little different than ours. But yeah, I'm 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 all about the black blackity black black shows. Yeah, so that's dope, man. Because mm-hmm, they have racial issues, just like we have racial issues. Uh, of course they do, and uh, you know that's a pretty big step. All yes, black. Yes, it is. I mean, even Empire don't got an all black cast. You Correct. Know? I didn't see one white person talking in that old clip. Mm-mm. <clears throat> and i hope y'all have spinoff shows too and all that stuff make them mad uk um uh someone asked about what we thought about this before the show um in the chat uh msnbc host melissa harris perry and her husband james perry owe about seventy thousand dollars in delinquent taxes to the irs um and they were like what do you think about it because they filed a lien on perry on um, the perry's april 6th for the outstanding debt which is from 2013. Um, it said that her and her husband have already paid $21,721 towards the total owed, uh, but they had some personal crisis that caused them to have to pay the debt slower than expected. We are we were aware that we would continue to need to work to pay out the 2013 debt. Melissa Perry wrote an email. Um, and uh, they were like, somebody, so somebody was like, what did y'all think about it? I don't. Care. It's, right. It's their personal business. Is yeah. Them. Why did this even come out? Who gives a fuck? They paying it back. Yeah, I guess it's public information. If you, I don't know, but people owe tax all the time. You know, I think maybe for people that have like straight jobs and don't have to deal with, um, you know, business taxes, don't have to deal with, uh, you know, certain types of uh, having an accountant and all this shit, um, or just are unaware of how personal crisis can affect your life. You know, I know she had a uh, health, she had to get surgery like in 2013, I believe, um, you know, shit like that is expensive. And if it comes down to your life or owing taxes, taxes. most of y'all going to pick the, the, to yeah, owe some taxes. Yeah, fuck Uncle Sam at that time, we can go on the payment plan. And my thing, it's not like they not paying it back. So what's the goddamn issue? Yeah. So, 
um yeah I, I, it seemed like a non-story to me i mean it's right. not like they're going to jail and they are trying to pay it back so i don't understand no uh, but she probably of all people has you know has the ability to get access to money through whether employment or whatever where they can get the money you know there's a lot of people out here that just well, can't get the money correct and it's one of those things because of her show and how she represents herself and how she you know goes at people and you know how she um you know uh puts people on front street and things like that you're gonna have people with anything even if it's fucking irrelevant they're gonna say you wrong yeah uh, i thought this story was funny we begin with breaking news the women's go st louis marathon winner is a fake marathon organizers say oh. she never even ran the race <gasps> news channel five's jason aubrey is live downtown is to explain how race officials figured it out I was at the finish line when Kendall Schlur, wearing her purple shirt and pink headband, crested that final rise and crossed the finish line. Now, there was some confusion, but for the time being, she was declared the women's winner. But it didn't take long for officials to figure out she had cheated. We found the real winner, Andrea Carl, starting the race in this video. She's the one in orange near the middle of your screen. Schlur, meanwhile, is nowhere to be found. The second piece of video shows the moments after Schlur crosses the finish line. We were expecting a woman finisher soon, but were surprised when she showed up. She's not wearing her bib in the proper place. It was hidden under her shirt on her shorts. Race officials couldn't find any electronic markers for Schlur, and no one seemed to recall seeing her on the race course. She told race officials that she removed the magnetic tags so her times would not be recorded, a violation of race protocol. And it appears as if this is not the first time she's cheated this way here in St. Louis. We then investigated last year, and the same thing occurred uh, last year that she hadn't participated in the timing strips. But I said, do you have photographs of you along the course? Because we can't find any. Well, neither could Schlur, and as a result, Lieberman disqualified her from the 2014 and 2015 marathon. And that means her <laughs> prestigious invitation to the Boston Marathon next week has also been revoked. Now, Lieberman says she feels bad for the real winner, Andrea Carl. She never had an opportunity to celebrate that final moment crossing the finish line with everyone cheering her on. Live in St. Louis, Jason Aubrey, News Channel 5. <laughs> Bitch, you cheated. What an asshole. Right. And they purposely got all that electronical shit for a reason because it's like we want to monitor people, keep a track of people, and you're like, nope. <laughs> She's like, nope, I'm 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 gonna take that shit off and 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 get to have the last mile run that shit. But like I won. My favorite part is her crossing like she didn't cross like a sprinter, like she didn't cross like she's not she doesn't even look like she sweated through her clothes at all right um her if you can see where she put you know the guy the thing you wear on your chest guys the decal that that tells you like this number this is your number for the race she has that on her um biker shorts which are under her regular shorts so like her compression shorts are where the tag is she lifts up her shorts to be like here's my tag then they all take pictures and shit Meanwhile, all the people are finishing behind her, and it's just like, what a dick. Right, right. and and my thing is, don't you think they can ask these other people? Because, like, us are, if you've right. been running all these miles with them, somebody would have seen you. Right, and then she's trying to take the pictures like she's tired. Like, whoo. Yeah, that bitch don't look oh tired. Oh, my God, she I'm just so. She broke a sweat. Right. She probably went out there and just uh, uh, threw water on her. They were like, oh, ma'am, you don't stink at all. What's happening here? Right, she's like, oh, I'm just so... 
Woo. I am so, I just need to sit down. Right. I just, oh my goodness. And Woo. I, they was like, um, yeah, ma'am, uh, going up and down the course, we actually have certain spots to take pictures, you know, so we can share on the internet and, you know, you know, Google and Facebook and shit to, you know, let people know the progression of the race. Uh, we don't see you in any of these pics. You know, we even have like certain spots where they give you water. None of the people that, you know, give the water or the Gatorade remember you, ma'am. Right. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I must have been going too fast when I, you know, ah! when I ran by the Gatorade people. They probably didn't even notice me. Yes, that's that flash up again. You know how it is, guys. I just, you know, I'm just, you know, it's not about me. It's about these, it's about cancer. You know, I'm just here to support the cancer, you know, and just, you know, try to get rid of the titty cancer. So can I get my, uh, can I get my picture taken now? No. I wonder if she posted that picture on Facebook of her winning anyway. I bet she did. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Shit, you may as her pro, well. Her profile picture still, um, still cause, that. Because this is the last race you gonna run. Because whatever. Because anytime your name pop up or, or somebody look like you, they banning you. Because they banned you from Boston. That's like, oh no, Boston was like, no, 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 no. Uh, we not gonna deal with this bitch. You banned. <laughs> Boston was like, don't bring your ass up here. Because we already on heightened alert by the terrorist attack, and we don't need your ass cheating. Oh man, speaking of. uh Speaking of uh, um, charities, Tim McGraw, mm-hmm. country music singer, um, is headlining a concert uh, for Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, of course, is the elementary where those kids got killed. Mm-hmm. Was that been uh, two years ago, a year ago, two? Yeah. yeah. So, of course, uh, some people are outraged with him. Why? Because it is a gun control fundraiser. Uh, he will, he is a benefit for Sandy Hook Promise. The nonprofit group in Newtown, um, was organized by families whose children and siblings were among the 20 children and six educators fatally shot at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in December 2012. Its stated objective is to prevent gun violence and focus on mental health issues. Gun rights advocates took to Facebook and Twitter calling McGraw a hypocrite. For headlining the event, others tweeted messages of support from McGraw for lending his name to Sandy Hook Promise. Open the act, Bill uh, Curtington withdrew and said on his Facebook page, he doesn't want to become involved in the debate between gun rights and gun control. Them fucking people get on my nerves. I'm sorry. You You just get on my goddamn nerves for the simple fact that just because he's supporting something about mental health and gun rights, does not mean he's anti-gun. It does not mean he they're going to come take your fucking guns. It's like them people are like, anything that's gun does not give a, give a nigga a bullet and give a nigga a, 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 a AK-47. They're like completely against it. We don't care nothing about your mental state. And honestly, the people arguing against it, it's sad, but people might as well admit it in America. When it comes to gun violence, we're like, fuck your kids. That's the truth. Fuck your kids. Fuck the educators. We don't care nothing about people dying in the street. As long as I got my gun and I can protect my family, I could give a fuck. And actually, I don't really, really care about my uh, my own motherfucking kids. My own kids could die a lot of times, and these people would still come out and say, well, no, you shouldn't be uh, make rules tougher and shit like that. And I understand the fact that, no, I'm not anti-gun. I, I don't feel like the government has the right to go and take your guns away. I'm with you on that one. But at the same time, you do need boundaries to this. You It, it can't be the wild, wild west. And these people don't like the wild, wild west or nothing. And I, and I can't roll with that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah it's uh it's crazy that he would even think I mean, that people will even think to have that kind of ownership over him because, right. hey, I listen to some songs and, uh, you know, you're a hypocrite now because you're saying that people should, there should be laws about having guns. Like, I don't even understand the ultimate, at this point, what is the ultimate goal of the NRA and, and their advocates? Because if the point is, look, we don't want people killing people, we need to find a way to stop people from just fucking randomly shooting up schools and you go, What? You would side with them? Like, dude, y'all are doing this wrong. Right. It's like, we can actually do this together, but right. you're so, fuck any rule against my motherfucking gun. Fuck it. Like, and you're like, okay. Um, but people are dying. And a lot of these responses is honestly, fuck it. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about anybody. Honestly, like, I don't even give a fuck about my own family because the thing about it, nobody ever thinks it's them till this your kid dead. Right. You know, and for you to have this mentality, this is, it'll never happen to me. It'll never happen to my child. I have a gun. I can always protect myself. But just because you have a gun doesn't mean you can always protect yourself. Right. Uh, and plus, their solution to everything is more guns. Right. If the kids had guns, maybe they could shoot them. The janitor had guns. Maybe right. somebody could shoot it. If the mop had a gun, maybe he could have jumped out the bucket and shot somebody. What the fuck? That makes no goddamn sense. If the gun he used to shoot the kids had a gun, maybe that gun could shoot him. Right. Um, Billy Cunningham, the dude who withdrew, said, I've never been one to take on controversial issues. I'm a singer. I do feel strongly about honoring and supporting Sandy Hook community and will be making a donation to a local organization. Right. That's all First they just want uh, Hold up, hold up, hold up. A lot of singers take on controversial issues. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, they do. That don't make sense. <laughs> like, uh, I've never been one to take on controversial issues. Uh, have you heard of music, sir? Some people use it uh, for that. Yes, they do. Um, so yeah, I don't, fuck him. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, McGraw posted a statement and said, let me be clear regarding the concert for Sandy Hook, given much of the erroneous reporting thus far, as a gun owner, I support gun, gun ownership. I also believe that with gun ownership, comes the responsibility of education and safety, most certainly when it relates to what we value most, our children. I can't imagine anyone who disagrees with that. The concert is meant to do something good for a community that is recovering. Right. So it's like y'all in the fucking outrage. He's like, bitch, don't you know I own guns? I'm not about them taking my rights. But I also have goddamn compassion enough to know that you don't do this shit right here. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously, y'all don't have the empathy or sympathy or compassion for anybody. Mm-hmm. That's what the outrage is. You just don't care. Yeah, you just care about your guns and right. nothing else. I mean, if that's what you—that's how you get down. That's how you get down. But yeah, um, that's crazy how hard they go. Um, another charitable person, um, fucking up the cause. Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, mm-hmm. she failed to last a week on food stamps. We told you that fucking five lemons and some um romaine seven, lettuce and seven limes and some cilantro and some <laughs> you know a vegan cheese. I and, see no Raymond's pride. I see any Raymond's pride. Right, in some you know some 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 soy meat and you talking about I can survive off of what twenty nine dollars a goddamn month. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Uh, she challenged herself and failed. To at living like 47 million Americans, inspired by her celebrity chef bestie Mario Batali to take the hashtag Food Bank NYC challenge, 
Uh, the actress vowed to live off a weekly budget of $29, the amount that 1.7 million people rely on for the Supplemental Nutrition Nutritional Assistance Program, SNAP. That's just $1.38 per meal for a week. However, Gwyneth only made it last four days. Uh, the 42-year-old Iron Man actress blogged about her short-lived experience. As I suspected, we only made it through about four days when I personally broke and had some chicken and fresh vegetables and in full transparency, a half a bag of black licorice, she wrote. Well, at least the licorice is black, you know. Mm, kiss my ass. Quit doing this, celebrities. Just give money or some shit. We, don't pretend. You 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 don't have to pretend like you of the people. We, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with you making your Iron Man money and, and, and eating whatever the fuck you want to eat. I am completely fine with that. Give money to to, to charity, support, start your own foundation. Don't have a problem with that. But it's patronizing and it's goddamn insulting to people that really are poor and have to deal with this. Yeah. Well, it's like Bobby uh, Smarter said. Bitch ate a biscuit about a week ago. Um, But yeah, she uh, did not make it because she had to get chicken and shit. Uh, initially she started right, which the challenge you can't afford right okay mm-hmm. initially she started the challenge on april 9th showing off the minimal groceries she was able to purchase on for 29 dollars in the end she graded herself a less than stellar c minus but she did gain a whole new perspective my perspective has been forever altered by now how difficult it was to eat wholesome nutritious foods on that budget even just for a few days a challenge that 47 million americans face every day week and year a few takeaways from this week were that vegetarian staples like dried beans and rice go a long way, and we were able to come up with a few recipes on a super tight budget. For the challenge, she managed to make a few dishes that look delicious on any budget. Black bean taquitos, black bean cakes with grilled corn salsa and brown rice, kale, and roasted sweet potato saute with poached eggs. Get the holy fuck out of here, man. No, she made those, Karen. Now all she has to do to finish that is starve for three days. So it's like you know, she was she was able to do something. Get the fully fuck you. So you made three meals off your budget, but this shit supposed to last you for a whole week, right? Yeah, she was able to make three delicious wholesome meals and then starve for three days and die. Yeah, and, and and something when people fail to realize, and I think to me the thing that's very upsetting to me is that for a lot of people that are on government assistance, do you know what a lot of the adults, not the children, because most of the time if you're a good parent, you're going to be sure your children are fed, and then sometimes they may not even eat, but a lot of times a meal is going to be hunger. Hunger. Sometimes you're not going to motherfucking eat. Sometimes breakfast and lunch is going to be skipped. Sometimes dinner is going to be skipped. Sometimes a late snack is going to be motherfucking skipped. Am I frozen on your screen? Yes, you are. Oh. All right, let me refresh. Um, yeah, it's gonna be skipped. I can't. Even, how could they hear that if I was frozen? That's weird. They can. They could hear it even though I was frozen. Mm-hmm, I see, still see people interacting. Okay. All right. Well, I'm back now. Um, yeah. Here's <laughs> these are some of the meals she made. Delicious meals. Mm-hmm, kiss my ass. Yeah. Um. What I was gonna say though. She, you go to her website, and this is what's so ingenious and fucked up about this. She posted recipes. So she's basically getting clicks and attention for her own website off of doing this. Like, this is promotion for her. This isn't, like, it's, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is the reason that it's so offensive to me isn't just that she failed the challenge. I don't think failing the challenge is is bad. I think Me that's either. that's actually 
the result like that's mm-hmm. that's that's what's gonna happen right the thing is we all knew she was gonna fail the challenge before she even started it mm-hmm. yeah um so we all knew she was gonna fail the challenge before she started it. then you have uh the fact that she goes and posts these recipes online which now promotes her because you know her whole thing is i have a blog slash website that's all about food and trying to be martha stewart and she's using it to promote trying to be martha stewart you see what i'm saying yeah but bitch you're not not it's not even that she's not it's just you're making a mockery of Poor people. the fact that people can't eat in this country on the money that they're giving but but really you just want to promote your own shit mm-hmm. you can do that without this you can do it a lot. They do it all. I watch Food Network. They do it all the time. Dinner on the budget, food on the budget, meals under five dollars. Like it is a way to do this without um, being insulting to people. Yeah. Well. Yeah. My point is, it's so excited. It's so insulting because it's only for her own self promotion. Okay. Not, I, not the not, real cause that she yeah, was claiming. At yes. the end of the day, she wrote. My $29 food stand challenge and the recipes and brouhaha that ensued. And then it's, look at my recipes, guys. I made taquitos. Black bean cakes with grilled corn salsa. Mm, 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 delicious. Right. Brown rice, kale, and roasted sweet potato saute with poached eggs. Mm, isn't that so good? You can try these recipes, too. Just buy these ingredients. Go over to goop.com. Like, she's promoting. She's not, she can give a fuck about these poor people. Like, that's the shit that's infuriating to me. I don't really care that she failed or didn't fail. Or I really don't even care that she tried or didn't try. I think people need to stop doing these trials because it does, in my opinion, it it kind of makes a mockery of actual people's poverty. You right, know? and it belittles the fact that... People can't opt out of this shit and after three days and go, whoops, <laughs> I guess that was hard. It's like, I, it's, I tried to do the, you know, the, the crunches. Uh, it's like saying I tried to do... uh the fitness challenge, and I only made it three days, except this is food, and people have to live off this. Right, and then you have these fake people coming and giving you a goddamn pat on the back like you've done something fucking spectacular. Fuck you! Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she made it um, less than a week, three days or some shit like that. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, oh, uh, apparently there's a new um, Clive and Bundy type situation. And militias uh, from all over the country are flocking to Oregon for a standoff with the government over a gold uh, mining claim. Militia groups are gathering in southern Oregon to back gold miners embroiled in a Bundy-style dispute with the Bureau of Land Management. Federal authorities said they had notified the miners earlier this month that they were out of compliance with BLM regulations and ordered them and their equipment off the land by April 25th. Uh, the owners of Sugar Pine Mining Claim reached out to the Oath Keepers of Josephine County for help. Now, the Oath Keepers, uh, we found, uh, also have some racial shit that they, uh, did fucked up. We talked about it during the Ferguson stuff. Um, and there's lots of police officers in the Oath Keeper thing, which is funny because, like, <gasps> okay, police officers that. are, yeah. like, you are the government and you're an- anti-government. What does that mean? But it sounded more like they were anti-black people and shit. Uh, the program group issued a nationwide call for assistance that was picked up by websites such as Infowars and Before It's News. If you are a true militia, uh, true 111% Oath Keeper, etc., then you are needed. 
if you can get away from home to help now is the time says an alert issued by chris langer a firearms instructor and barbecue restaurant owner in wisconsin just like bundy ranch blm is out of order shut down the foreign corporation now the miners need you the alert sent out seeks out at least 50 volunteers in the mining district with supplies to remain in the rough terrain for at least seven days that was that's what's being a, an american is all about said blaine cooper an arizona state militia member headed to oregon we don't allow our neighbors to be enslaved or beaten or tortured by government jackboots because they want to steal our land and our resources and keep us under their thumb I, I, uh, question so what's the problem from the beginning they they somewhere they're not supposed to be they have a they have mines apparently these miners have some gold mines okay did they own i guess and then they're okay. out of compliance with the government so the okay. government's coming in like hey you need to get your shit together we're gonna come in here and take it and okay, they're like y'all not abiding by whatever rules that we've set right so okay. then they put out the uh thundercast 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 ho oh. to all the militia members <laughs> to come join them and and fight against the government um which is which is crazy you know because when i hear this kind of shit i just keep thinking what were y'all doing ferguson Y'all saw it on TV every day. Those are American citizens. Where was y'all at, dog? I mean, what, what was so different about the black people in these situations where we, we find out that the government, through the police, is actually holding the, holding down against their rights, violating their civil rights? No, 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 no. Y'all don't ever not, pick up the phone and uh, no, not, 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 get not, the webcam and, and drive in your pickup truck from Arizona to, to Ferguson? Nope, not those Americans. My rights on, on the rights that count. Mm-hmm. Um, BLM authorities say they have spoken with a lawyer who represents the miners who will likely appeal the federal order. Um, Sugar Pine Mine is part of a Galice mining district where miners have been fighting the BLM over rights to, to underground mineral deposits. The miners contend Congress has set aside the Galice mining district as a local governing body for and by miners, granting them the right to create and enforce local rules and regulations as long as it did not conflict with U.S. laws. Um, it's just funny because it's just people arguing about probably millions of dollars worth of gold or some shit. Of course. Anyway, uh, that's the new, the new thing, the new Clive and Bundy shit. So, you know, uh, let me make my notes here, my thing. I got, we talked about Paltrow and then we got the gold mining thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and also Blackwater guards are, have been sentenced, uh, to decades in prison for shooting civilians. Blackwater oh. is a private contractor, military contractor. Um, you know, uh, those guys go out there and you know uh do a lot of stuff that the we don't necessarily want the army doing or maybe they can't oh, do those or, are people that contract and, and pay like a billion dollars to go over to these countries and perform these tasks mm -hmm. okay um and they can protect private interests and things of that nature mm -hmm. without um, having the same rules and regulation as the army well apparently four of them got um Four of those guys got put in prison. Uh, three of them got, I think, 30 year sentences, and one of them got life in prison. Um, no, they're shooting people, dog. Yeah. Um, they were killing innocent civilians, apparently. Uh, I'll put their pictures in the chat. Um, yeah, these are just the ones that got caught. There's probably a lot of other people that got covered up so well they will never find out what happened. In October, the men were found guilty of killing 14 unarmed Iraqis. Goddamn. 
in baghdad's nasur square in 2007 a fifth blackwater guard who testified against the others pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter but has not yet been sentenced the verdict is wrong nicholas slayton the contractor convicted of firing the shot that initiated the firestorm told the court yesterday you know i'm innocent sir innocent the people dead this weekend right the people people didn't die just just because this weekend the new york times published internal emails that seem to explain why it took so long for the men to be prosecuted in them officials expressed concerns that the bush administration just the justice department was reluctant to charge blackwater contractors it's hard for me to say we should wait for the democrats wrote one state department investigator but this is one time i have to because they knew that bush would not um which would not convict like that that justice department would not convict them right right which is why i don't know if you're gonna talk about this but which is why um uh they're like it's like 160 869 days and they still haven't confirmed that woman they're supposed to take um uh, loretta lynch right and he they're like hey what the fuck is happening here like uh why y'all just fucking slowing down the process because they know if we get her in there it's gonna be shit that she's gonna go after just like he did that we don't want to fucking deal with Mm -hmm. and honestly they might dig up our names and some shit because we support this we support a lot of the bullshit that's happening and funnel money to it and there's you know and these organizations support us and give us money and we don't want to be tied up in it like a lot of that shit goes deep like i said always follow the money yeah if you follow the money you'll never go wrong that's where it is um uh let's see what else happened uh oh, we talked about Gwyneth. oh unjust police killing of tulsa man eric harris, harris reveals a deep and dangerous scandal in oklahoma so remember how when we talked about the old dude who basically was paying to play sheriff um and we were talking about how he was too old and how he had no business doing that bullshit and he donated to um them and so the, mm-hmm. the police let him do it right well i was like uh how can you know physically as you get older there's just there's some shit you just can't do this happens all around the u.s for the record um and oh. the donations can be as small as like i think the average donation is like twelve hundred dollars twelve hundred dollars you can go get a gun and put on police uniform and ride around basically doing a nigga safari $1200 mhm um just you know hunting game um on his face the police murderer eric harris a 44 year old father in tulsa oklahoma was wrong surrounded by police harris was sur- had surrendered and was then on the ground when bob bates a deputy claims to have accidentally shot him with a handgun instead of his taser for what is being called a mistake bates was charged with second degree manslaughter all by itself with no more details the story was bad but when the video was released showing harris nervously gasping for air screaming that he couldn't breathe asked why he was shot only to have another officer joe byers tell him fuck your breath right it became increasingly clear that what we had was not only a mistake but something deeply inhumane and troubling on a scale that the country wasn't quite prepared for but as it turns out the true story is more scandalous than any of us could have ever imagined now remember we were talking about the qualifications and it was like, mm-hmm. you need 200 hours of training and this many hours of whatever before you can, you know, be on patrol or whatever. Um, it's now looking like they falsified those records for Bob Bates because he had all that money. That sounds about 
Right, because because he's old. When do you have fucking time to do all that? Right, that's my point. It's like you got them old. With, like, like if they require you to goddamn run a mile, he probably fucking couldn't without goddamn passing out. He was like, lavishing the department with international cruises into the Bahamas and Mexico. That shit ought to be illegal. He took regular fishing trips with the lead sheriff, and he was the chairman of the sheriff's recent campaign. Right, you can you mean tell me this is not a conflict of fucking interest? The sheriff gave him free reign because he was treating him right. Uh, he brought he bought his way into this position. Another full time deputy said Bates was getting glad handed around the office because of his wealth. This is your typical Southern good old boy system, he said, adding that before the shooting, Bates planned to take glands on a fishing trip to Florida. Um, the supervisors at the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office were ordered to falsify and reserve deputies' training records, giving him credit for field training he never took. Firearm certifications he should not have received as well. At least three of the reserve deputy Robert Bates supervisors were transferred after refusing to sign off on the state required training. Multiple sources speaking of unconditional anonymity told the world. And you know what? If I was those people and it probably cost, I would fucking sue them. I was like, it cost this man his life, their incompetence right. and their graft and their and you have people- looking the other way than their bribes. Like this literally cost this person life you put an untrained person into the field with a fucking gun right and then people that had integrity was that was like i'm not signing this shit i don't give a fuck how much money he he gave y'all basically was like fuck you and shipped them out and and you know what and the truth be told everybody that signed need to be goddamn fired i, I know i know I, and it's one of those things where you go no 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 you need to be fired somebody lost their life because y'all allowed somebody to come in and fund you with money that they probably should, and I guarantee you there are laws against this. There's not laws against him giving money, and there's not laws against him going out here training. But there is laws against him against him not getting the proper training. There is laws against you falsifying documents. That's against the law. And managers and supervisors that signed this shit need to be fired because somebody lost their life over your incompetence and you not doing what you were supposed to do. And like I said before, I guarantee you, none of these people are black. They are allowed to do this. What do you mean? That are allowed to do to people to give money like him? Mm-hmm. How many of those people are black? I want to know the percentage of people of people of color that could give twelve hundred dollars that y'all wouldn't be like, thank you for your money, but you but, but, but would you do the same thing for them if they were black? Would you would you allow them to go out there and not qualify for their hours and not do their certifications? Fuck no. Here's the thing. It wouldn't matter if they were black. No, it wouldn't. It, it has no bearing on this conversation. The fact that it's allowed to happen at all is fucked up. Right. Like, this person is dead because of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because, to me, the bigger crime here is that no matter what color the rich person is that buys their way into this type of situation, I guarantee it happens more than just here. We know you over-police black communities and black people. Right. So, the, just the, the the fact that you're already on edge and heightened uh you know um you have heightened fear around black people and we have trained officers that go into the field and kill unarmed innocent but running away black people trained why the fuck would you put an untrained armed per just citizen in the field period then you can throw race on top of that you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. So before you even get to what kind of race was, blah, 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 then we get to that. Crazy. Um, 
fine. And it makes me mad and it makes me angry because no, race is not everything, but race plays to me it plays a plays a major factor in some levels of this because my personal opinion there's no way anybody of color would be allowed to to do some of the things that this man did without it being challenged without somebody looking at it without somebody verifying that's my problem without somebody scrutinizing without somebody monitoring him like there's no way yeah justice department needs to get involved right and they should you know i i I really wish i could say more than just I know the most you can hope for is some suspensions and firings and shit, but I, 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 I wish we could get more. I don't think it's enough. Me either. Me either. I don't think it's enough. Me either, because honestly, j- just being black and stuff like that is one of those things where you literally get fucking tired of turning on your TV and going to social media and you were like, God damn, not another one. Like you really, really get tired of that. Like sometimes you have to zone out and tune out and a lot of times take a tap and tap out of a lot of the shit. Or she would go in crazy. Yeah. They falsified just fucking <sighs> All right. Um Walter Scott shooting video could cost outlets thousands of dollars to play. Uh, to play it. Like ten thousand dollars uh, per play. Uh, because the person who shot the video actually got a lawyer and the lawyer said he's going to um charge he sent these and deceased letters uh cease and desist letters to different media outlets and said hey you gotta pay to pay play this in the future um the man who shot the video feeding santana was actually surprised to hear about the announcement he told a reporter that his lawyer had mentioned something about it but he didn't really understand uh, he said, I think that people, the people who might be put off by this are media outlets that had it for free. Now they will have to pay, said the publicist. Uh, although the video qualified as fair use when the news initially broke, a legal analyst tells the Times enough time has passed to warrant the fee, reportedly $10,000 for the most, for most news outlets. I don't, on the one hand, um, that person did shoot the video, um, and it would depend on their reasoning. And if their reasoning is, I want to make money from the death of this black dude that I just happened to catch on camera, mm-hmm. that seems so fucked up. Yeah. Then if the the other now on the other hand, and I don't know because they didn't give the reasoning for this. No, they didn't. And obviously, left to my own devices, I pretty much always assume the worst about people, and so I'm leaning towards they just want to make some money. But the other side of this is it's it's a tragic video. It's like disasterbation. It's mm-hmm. de- it's, it's death porn. Right. And people are just watching it on loop and the news is playing it on loop. Yes, they are. And they shouldn't just wantonly try out another black death on camera over and over and over again. I understand that this, that it's news, but... You know, in the 24-7 news cycle, right. when you turn on CNN and you see Eric Garner being choked out a hundred times, right? eventually it does desensitize you, or at least, if not desensitize you, it can, like, depress you. Like, yes, you it know, can. every time I turn on the TV, I see a guy who looks like me getting killed. Yes, it can. So I can see why people would be like, you know, this dude's death being shown on a loop is a bad thing. So you should have to pay because there should be a legit reason for why you want to do this. Um, 
So I don't know. I could I could understand. Yes, I can. From both of those perspectives, I can too. Um, So, like in a way, to me, it could be a win-win because you know, because other guys that filmed it, I'm sure his life's being threatened. I'm sure he's scared of the police. Correct. I'm pretty Um, sure he's constantly frightened. And what people fail to realize now in the age of social media, whenever you report this shit and it comes out, especially when it comes to who you are, you're threatened. You're threatened. People find out where you live. People will find out everything about your life. People will scrutinize your life like you were a victim. Um, and your life changes forever, too. You yeah. know, and now you got to get lawyers. You got to have securities. You got to be monitored and shit like that. So I can, and it wasn't surprising. Most people did this for their own safety. Like, no, 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 no. If y'all going to pay this, y'all going to pay me because my life is also affected by catching this video also. It not only the people that got shot and not only the people that did the shooting, but also me, because I actually, um, even though I was just there, if I hadn't shown the video, um, nobody's life would have been affected. I mean, people's life would have been affected, but they had already planned to do an open and shut case. But because the video got released, it cracked the case open and changed and caused investigation. So I was also too affect indirectly affected by this. And, you know, people feel different ways, you know, about that. But to an extent, I think it will stop a lot of this pointless and mindless looping of these videos getting posted everywhere. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, rap star Nelly and reality TV show was arrested on felony drug charges. Oh man. He saw when I saw this news, all I could think was underlay, underlay, mommy, E I E I. Uh oh. <laughs> An attorney for Nelly says a rapper and reality TV star will be exonerated of felony drug charges once the facts come out. Nelly, whose real name is Cornell Hayes, was arrested Sunday after a bus he was traveling in was pulled over by a Tennessee Highway Patrol. According to their statement, troopers found five rocks that tested positive for meth. Well, goddamn. Well, he's going to get off then. He didn't do that. As well as a small amount of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. They also found numerous handguns. The St. Louis native is facing charges, including felony, possession of drugs, possession of drug paraphernalia. But attorney Scott Rosenblum says Nelly will not be associated with the contraband once the facts of the case come out. He's 40 years old. He was put in count, uh, released from county jail on $10,000 bond. Um, then they had breaking news later. Uh, he is now he is facing felony drug charges after being arrested. Um, he was pulled over about 9.20 a.m. because the bus he was riding in failed to display a U.S. Department of Transportation and International Fuel Tax Association sticker. According, yeah, to, the damn, sta- specific. according to the statement, troopers smelled marijuana when they reached the bus. When troopers searched the bus, they found five rocks that tested positive for meth, as well as a small amount of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Um, let's see. But, yeah, that was it. That was all. The, that update really wasn't much. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, good luck, Nelly, man. Ain't right, that too. You're going to be going to jail. I bet you don't nobody reaction. What Nelly got to think about Ferguson no more? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Dame Dash um, and Lee Daniels settled out of court. And uh, Dame Dash got some money. Oh, but he a boss though. Boss don't take money from other people off a of lawsuit because he a boss, right? They, they, they don't they don't do that in Harlem, do they? Back in August, Dame Dash uh, wasn't too pleased with Lee Daniels after he said he lent money to fund his projects and didn't get so much as his name on the credits in return. 
he specifically noted he bumped he dumped two million dollars into the woodsman well that's how no wonder he's in debt in 2004 and got his celebrity friend kanye mariah carey etc to promote daniel's films not only that dash claimed that he was screwed out of executive producer and producer credits on the films and according to court documents he was looking at a minimum of 25 million dollars a judge never made a ruling on whether to allow the claims instead the parties have worked out their differences on their own in the form of lee daniels working his magic on dane's latest project dane broke the news on that on internet on instagram i mean on instagram yesterday saying this hashtag bukowski movie gets serious and by the way lee daniels is executive producer on this one pause we squashed our beef um by the way squash our beef is a-r-e beef instead of o-u-r never want to have a problem with another man from our culture business is a rough sport but yeah we worked it out stay tuned at dame dash studios i can finally watch the precious the butler and empire i was too sick about it before shout out to lee daniels right now he then followed up with a post on lee daniels today united we stand divided is not an option sometimes we have to bring the war to get to the peace war is the last resort but sometimes necessary but at the end of the day i'm not trying to fight unless i have to as a culture we moving together is the only way oh he didn't pause that hmm, interesting uh now let's get to work make he must be gay karen he, he should have paused that now i know he's a homosexual now let's get to work make no sense for us to fight over success it's to be shared with people that help you get there no pause i walk that like i talk it uh well i'm glad they worked it out you know me too you know it's time mm. men being men yeah bosses being bosses you know you got that money though uh what else happened what else happened or something else oh laverne cox uh who is a transgender woman who is known for her role on orange is the new black mm-hmm. um she was now the title is a little misleading this rolling out article it says blasted by feminist icon bell hooks i don't know that it was blasted you know necessarily um i feel like that's you know how they do um anyway she's an activist uh and um she works she has work on uh transgender rights um but just because she's beloved by many doesn't mean that cox isn't without critics and one of those critics is one of her feminine uh of hers is feminist icon bell hooks uh last week the two public figures sat down together for a panel at the new school in new york where they were discussing issues of feminism and identity although cox and hooks praise each other for their respective work with hooks calling cox a goddess for justice hooks avoided letting their meeting turn into a love feast and uh, respectfully criticized cox for her stereotypical feminine look of heels and blonde wigs However, Cox defended herself saying, this is where I feel empowered, ironically and uncomfortable. Ironically I think it's important to note that not all trans women are embracing this, but this trans woman does, and this trans woman feels empowered by this. Cox recognized that there's a struggle for women to conform to new and realistic uh, standards of beauty or to tradi- the traditional way that beauty is shaped by imperialist white supremacist patriarchy. But when she asked the crowd, am I feeding into this patriarchal glaze with my blonde wig hooks quickly answered yes 
Although the two women reassured that they had respect for each other, Hooks took the conversation to a broader level and suggested that when black celebrities and role models wear white, quote-unquote, hairstyles, it may be sending a message to somebody younger that it might, that I must be self-hating. What? How would leave? How would jump here? Uh, that's what she believes. Uh, she said it before. She, she's, Bell Hooks is the woman that uh, doesn't like Beyonce and shits on her feminism and talks shit about it. Indeed is interesting and topic to explore. There's definitely something to be said about okay. Yeah, but her feminism is always right. Okay, fuck you. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm I mean that's the thing about feminism is that it's still about philosophies. Right. And it's not any one way to way do that, it. Yeah. And I think some people just have their strict belief system and they think everyone should conform to the way that they believe or they just feel very strongly about their beliefs and it seems that bell hooks just has a very strong belief that if you're you know uh trying to appeal to the male male gaze in any way or if you're empowered by things that might appeal to the male gaze you're part of the problem as well you know or, or what you're doing is part of the problem and and to me the 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 problem that i i i have with it is that there's no right way but everybody thinks that their way is the only way which is the problem you know at the end of the day a lot of uh feminists are actually fighting for the same causes but because we don't go by the same method all of a sudden it becomes problems it's division there's something wrong with the way that you do it and honestly for a lot of people on the outside looking in even for women that uh, support a lot of the things that feminists do but they don't call themselves feminists are actually turned off by a lot of that because they were like y'all just look like y'all got them arguing all the time especially if you're on social media a lot a lot of times it's just like people just going at each other with fucking nonsense when you're looking like well ain't it all about choice and ain't it all about women's right all this other bullshit y'all talking about is it's irrelevant and dumb because instead of working together for a greater cause because you can work in larger numbers it's more about well you don't do it I, the way I do it bitch fuck you and you don't do it the way I do it bitch so fuck you and you're like well goddamn you're defeating the whole purpose of choice and right yeah i mean i don't know it's just it's, it's definitely complicated right. you know um but it sounds like this they know that she's not for this which is funny because they still um ask her about shit like they asked her about the anaconda video last year what do you think she's gonna say right she's not gonna like it you know what I mean? And then also with the title being like, she blasted her. Like, I don't think she blasted her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if they were sitting right next to each other, you know. But at the same time, you know, her word carries weight in that community. And a lot of people look up to her. She's a lot of people's hero and icon. So her coming down against a transgender woman is pretty bad, especially considering um, in the trans situation, like, these are women that have been uh told that they're masculine that they're men some of you know born in men bodies and all mm-hmm. this stuff so their fight is different their fight is to be feminized like their fight right. is to get for some of them you know some of their fight is to be like there's something about being a sexual person and being wanted that is a different issue for them that maybe a traditional woman would not have right you know as far as a traditional i mean you know like born into a a cisgender woman you they wouldn't have that necessarily have that same uh qualm to that level maybe right and a lot of that and people don't want to hear that but a lot of that is that privilege of 
being born a woman, which women don't really want to talk about, but like I'm born a woman, so who are you? How dare you come in here and make your issues my issues? Like it, it is literally the same thing that a lot of uh, 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 women be angry about men talking to them about like you you're actually taking that same quote-unquote privilege it might not be as big and, and it might not affect the world as much but it it does affect other people right. it's like you just take it and suppress it to a quote-unquote smaller group when at the same time you're using the same tactics which i which i consider dumb because if somebody uses taxes against you you would be outraged and angry and talk about how they hate women uh laverne cox posed naked taking it all off uh, she is on, uh, she, uh, uh, she posed nude in a sexy black and white photo for Lure Magazine's The Naked Truth spread. The 30 year old actress who became the first transgender actress to grace the cover of Time Magazine as well as many others says she wasn't keen on posing nude until she thought deeply about the message that she was sending. So I'm sure Bell Hooks don't like this. Good for her. Yeah. I kind of like that. It was like, oh, <laughs> you think. You think this wig is something? <laughs> okay. She said, I, I said no initially, thought about it, and said no again. Cox, who admitted to having mac and cheese the night before a big shoot, told uh, the magazine, but I'm a black transgender woman. I felt this could be really powerful for communities that I represent. Black women are not often told that we're beautiful unless we align with certain standards. Right. Trans women certainly are not told we're beautiful. Seeing a black transgender woman embracing them. For loving everything about her body might be inspiring for some folks. There's a beauty in the things we think are imperfect. It sounds very cliche, but it's true. Allure's latest issue also features nude photos and stories about inner strength from Jordana Brewster, Nicole Bahari, uh, Catherine Winnick, and Sandrine Holt. Um, and she's beautiful. Yeah. So and it's and you know it's that thing when they say celebrity nude it's it's all tasteful and shit they pose your body so you can't really see you know you're not gonna see genitals, anybody's genitals right. or nipples or anything but you know um, I I do think that it means something to a lot of people and um, you know I don't know why you know I, anyway I like that she just one upped it mm-hmm. I like that she was just like yeah um, so if um, you know. What Bell Hook's gonna think about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's funny to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. She's, yeah. just, just, she stay permanently mad because I guarantee you people just do shit all the time, just makes her angry. I don't know enough about Bell Hooks to say that. I would, I would assume she stays permanently mad right, if she, because but, you but I feel like, I feel like anybody that cares about society would stay permanently mad. That's true. Society is fucked up. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it's not That's like, why sometimes I tap out and do a D's nuts joke and keep it going. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, uh, I think, you know, one, it does send a message of acceptance. Uh, this is something that people are just going to have to get over and start to learn. Yes, they are. To accept. You know, I think people need to stop trying to police like how someone should feel about their body and how they their image. Um, so you know, I, I I have no problem with it. Yeah, and I'm and I don't know anything about Bill Hooks. I guarantee you, she's done a lot of great things. But it's just one of those things where you have to get to the point where you're like, oh, okay, all, all right, I understand you've done great things, but. Just because you've done great things don't mean you can't be wrong about some shit. Just because you have a historical background and, and you fought for causes and you've made changes in the community don't mean you can't be wrong. And people don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. 
So you can always learn. And I like, you know, personally, I will say this: agree or disagree with Laverne Cox or Bell Hooks or Beyonce or whatever. I do kind of like that. There's multiple philosophies mm-hmm. and multiple ways to do things because it's kind of like blackness. You know, there's no one way to do shit. You no, know, it's not. Um, I do think a lot of men, uh, people in general, like to be dismissive of feminism because there's debate oh, inside of it. Right. But that's a stupid ass reason. That's like saying I'm, I'm. Uh, that's why I don't like black people because they did they they don't always agree. Like, what kind of stupid shit is that? You know, that's that's that. You know, it's pick a side maybe agree to disagree or whatever but point being it doesn't you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater because bell hooks doesn't agree with laverne cox not to mention they come from different eras there's you know the, the struggles that bell hooks may have experienced maybe just be different correct that's, you know and that's the thing it's like generational thing just like the the thing with people now with the civil rights and you know everybody looking at al and jesse but they're looking at the new generation going y'all niggas ain't shit and you're like no it's a different it we still fight for the same causes but it's different social media like it's not the same it's okay to change people don't want to embrace change but then on at the same time you have people that are of a new generation that go well fuck everything you did and you can't be like that either like it has to be a balance when it comes to that type of thing in my opinion yep speaking of trans issues uh there's a a, a trans man uh adian dowling um who is or dowling who is uh trying to be the cover of men's health uh, magazine cool um here's a picture uh i'll put it in the chat oh he cut well, you can't get on men's health with a t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? You got to, like, you, you got to be ripped to even be in the con, right. like, and there's a contest and everybody's voting. Um, and, you know, uh, and he's he, hoping to win. Yeah. He, and he looked like the very generic man that would be on the cover too. Yeah. He's an out trans man. Uh, he skyrocketed to the top of the leaderboard with the help of the trans community and allies trying to turn into support. I mean, turning to social media to bring awareness to Dowling's efforts. A Tumblr post called for votes that racked up over a hundred thousand notes and tweets supporting Dowling, uh, keep pouring in. Uh, it's been, a, it's been crazy and amazing. I definitely was not expecting all the support, but I was so happy and proud of the community for using this loud voice and realizing that we really could do it. We're banding together. And this is us. We uh, exist, and we should be represented in some way in the mainstream. I think you should, too. I hope you win, sweetie. The magazine's ultimate guy search is looking for guys who best fit the ideals of man's health, physically fit, living a healthy lifestyle, giving back, and professional success. Guys hoping to be the face of the magazine for a month, answer four questions pertaining to man's health mantra, upload a couple pics. There are judges, but there are also readers' choice components to the competition. So I don't know who else is in the competition, but that's dope. You know, we'll see what happens. We will. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. So trans people all on the cover, all y'all shit. Mm-hmm. Be mad, be mad, be mad. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, I mean, that would probably be the least gay men's health cover I've ever seen. I mean, come oh on. come on now. Them them covers look like gay porn. Like if, right, they, they be should, they should have a, and shit. Mm-hmm. They should have a contest that just says like without putting the title just gay porn cover or men's health magazine you guys tell me you couldn't tell the difference they would all look the same it's like a man in a construction hat with no shirt on right. glistening greased up holding a big ass like mallet and you're like now is this is this the the 
is this the cover for deep anal drilling three or ah, yes. men's health january what do you think <laughs> your choice people um speaking of uh some matter of fact let's go to bow alert i don't think we need to even do fucking with black people today oh no we've done that yeah i, I feel fucked with you know let's just get right into it this is what you came here for Got it, here go 12 bars. Gucci man got nine car. We don't call them down no more. Oh, now we call them five stars. That's a five star click. It's that 645. That's that new M6. Fix my even bell rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I, I can't even lie. I'm so super high. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci hey. man, the thug be your man, ill scroll. See, she love me not, she love you not. Now all my bitches love me. In Atlanta, come to Gucci, girl, it beat me. And we can feel a five-star hope that you can meet me. Five-star bitch, it's a five-star bitch. It's a five-star bitch, it's a five-star bitch. Get your credit code, rock, eat your nails, they fly. Keep your juice box wet, and your head something fine. you a five-star bitch, you a five-star bitch. You a five-star bitch, you a five-star. All right. Here are the choices today, chat room. Pay attention. Number one, being pretty doesn't keep a baller. Blogged by at Nick So Fly. Number two, baller mail. This might be an Instagram liar hall of fame. Number three, so your baller wants to fly you out. Blogged by Queen of Vine. Number four, young bird groupie tail. And number five, groupie tails. Another August Alcina tale. This time featuring DJ Era. You guys go ahead and calculate the votes what can i was telling them to pick yep y'all picking the chat i need a five star it's your boy yo got it i do grade a shit i'm the realest nigga walking and this the remix and i'm still out here looking for a five star chick when i catch her i'm a blesser with a five star kid she a natural born hustler she's two all right number two a bunch of twos all right, so everybody wants to hear. Everybody want to hear too. Baller mail. Ball this might be an Instagram liar hall of fame. All right, let's see what they're talking about this time. Um, posted by a girl eleven eight. If you follow Ball Alert on Instagram at Ball Alert, you probably become uh, you probably become what him to the hashtag, oh hip to the hashtag, your Instagram liar. <laughs> Uh, which where those who, who fake it for the gram are exposed for stealing photos and claiming they're theirs. <gasps> this one's a little tricky. This woman claims to be an interior designer event planner who's been featured on several blogs and TV shows for her work. She also claims to be engaged to a former baller yet shares no photos of him in her page. Oh, and she, he's married with kids. 
someone submitted quite a few instances of photos the young woman claimed were hers but were found on pinterest and other blogs rather than make a billion instagram posts we've compiled it all here with baller mail read below disclaimer baller mails are submitted by our readers and are protected by federal statute 47 usc 230 ballalert.com cannot confirm 100 percent accuracy of any story posted well damn they they own it ain't they this instagram is a woman named tiffany dawson and she is a compulsive liar for one of the biggest lies she claims to be dating herm edwards a former player of the nfl eagles yet he is none of in none of her pictures and reportedly married to a woman who is white and he has kids with he also uh host is a host of shows on espn uh another herm edwards is the he's that coach that was like you play to win the game mm-hmm. hello ah. uh another is that she constantly posts fake pictures on her instagram and has a nerd to put her name tag on them uh here are a few examples of your instagram liar to tiffany da- from tiffany dawson this is the worst lie ever she took a ring off of some white model darkened it to make it look like her black hand cropped it to post it to instagram she claims this is the ring her edwards gave her if you click uh if you right click her picture of it and hit search for this google image this is the picture that comes up let me put this uh <laughs> put this in the chat for you guys yeah she did a good one on that one yeah um give it a second you guys can see for yourself she cropped it darkened it and zoomed in oh wow wow that is the exact same ring ain't it yep oh wow he's like even the ring is darker now you know, because she darkened it. Oh, because she darkened it. She darkened the whole thing, man. Says, oh, my God. Custom platinum two-row setting just because diamond ring from my love. Hashtag Michael Finner ring. Hashtag he's so adorable. And then on the other side, at polyvore.com, they have a picture with the model wearing it. And it says, dream ring, dream wedding <laughs> from Pinterest. Um, oh, Damn. She has one with flowers. Um, I'll, I'll put this in the chat as well so you guys can judge for yourselves um, what it looks like. But she has one with some flowers. Uh, it says, uh, outside, winter, inside, spring. Be, that's, that's uh, I guess, the, uh, yeah, that's her, her version. Outside, winter, inside, spring. Be inspired to pick up beautiful blooms even if it's snowing. So this is actually from someone's interior decorating blog already or a site. Some shit that they worked on. Yeah, but then she posted like she came up with it. And then Tiffany Jones Interiors.blogspot is the person who actually actually did this. And she just stole that picture. She also did it with a uh, wedding uh crop and what she does is she crops the picture so that it doesn't look like it's the other person's right but it's obviously just a cutout of a larger picture that she had nothing to do with this one is from signature walls ribbon curtain walls and then she cut it down to just show the table and like look what i did i can cater your wedding yeah because if i was catering the wedding why would i why would you show me something that was fucking cropped yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, like, well, her thing will be like, yeah, this table uh, I designed uh, a long time ago. It's like, well, wait a minute. No, you didn't. 
Uh, this is from someone else's Pinterest. Yeah, she just make it a little darker, make it a little brighter, but it's basically identical because you can still see the same fucking curtains in the background and everything. Uh, she took a picture from Pinterest from the Oscars and cropped it. I said, on the blog at home, Oscar soiree. Oh, okay. So she took someone else's pictures uh, from a party, the Oscars party they were doing. Oh. And she cropped it down and said it was her Oscars party. Says, what an amazing person. Yep. Uh, this person, uh, 11A says, Yikes, if she's making a career off photos she stole from other websites, who knows if she's ever even proficient in the area that she claimed. Oh, and yes, she did Photoshop Chanel on the ice, uh, Chanel on the ice bucket. Um, so I'll put this picture in there. She took a picture where it looked like some champagne was chilling in a, um, in a bucket at a party she didn't just fo- she didn't just crop the picture in this one she photoshopped chanel onto the bucket like it was a designer ice bucket oh yeah you know ice buckets by chanel we got comments um marcy says who did tiffany piss off laugh my ass off nico rose says i low-key was giving her reasonable doubt i was like it's not uncommon for a woman to date married men. It's sad, but true. But then I kept reading and was like, dang. So Lusha says, she's a sick person. V says, you know, those those arrows pointing upwards to the comment above. It says mm-hmm. this. She is sick and thirsty to invest so much time perpetrating lies. Bad girl CI says, yo, IG is front central shaking my head. Uh, Brazil says, laugh my ass out. This chick has way too much time on her hands. The ring pick. Fix it, Jesus. Sugar Bear says someone has way too much time on their hands. I can t- I can't tell if this if it's this chick or the person who found all the pictures and caught called her out for it. <laughs> oh, sim- I bet you so. I've been mad. What do you mean? I'd have been mad if I'd have found this and gone, bitch, you taking my shit. Oh yeah, you're right. It could be one of the people she stole it from that found it. Right, and then they started probably going through all her pictures and was like, mm, dog, this shit is fake, dog. Sugar Bear says someone. Oh wait, uh, a civil bijou says this belongs in the Hall of Fame. Photoshop on fleek. Laugh my ass off. A uh, single black female, single black female says, I want to know what part of the 52nd Street had those type of scars. I'm a scarf girl and I live around the corner from 52nd and Market Walnut Street and have not seen such quality around here. Uh, and then say, they say they don't have overlays like that around there. Uh, and lastly, we have some, uh, the second page comments. V says, Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. 52nd Street is my old hood. So, yep, that's what you get when you're lying on the ground. For hers from the womb, I've been rich. I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the proof. And a 
these hoes doing shows in a recession. Their cars get declined, now they suffering a depression. While I'm spending meals, signing all kind of deals. I'm a five-star bitch getting five-star meals. My whole lifestyle like coming to America. All my Louis luggage, see the bag, how I carry her. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram shit. Fucking on the E-Trade. It's a five star. It's a five star. Bitch. Bitch. All right, all right. Let's play the other game, guys. It's time for guess the race. Wait, play. All right, now play. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcasts, man. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants, y'all, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All right. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Gots to get it on. No choice but to get it on. TM, Adam Carolla. Um... <laughs> Police find a man who allegedly shot his print shop boss in North Carolina asleep with a knife on Florida Beach. Oh, my. Goldsboro, North Carolina. Uh, uh, that's where this happened. Not North Carolina. Boy, I think this is a raw video. I hate raw video. Um, and they don't have video of the actual police report. All right, we'll just do it ourselves. I do that. The man who police say fatally shot his boss, uh, former boss at North Carolina Community College, was arrested early Tuesday morning. More than 800 kilometers away in Florida, sleeping on the beach with a knife. A uh, beach patrol officer found Kenneth Morgan Stansel III, 20 years old, about 1.30 a.m. in Daytona Beach. Our officer did a well-being che- check on the subject and woke him up. Initially, the subject had a knife on him and was ordered to put the knife down. The subject complied with the officer's orders, and the subject was apprehended without incident. Stansel is accused of shooting and killing Prince Shop uh, Director Ronnie, Ron Lane, in a print shop at Wayne County Community College on Monday morning, sparking a lockdown on campus and a manhunt. Lane has supervised Stansel, a former student, under a work-study program. Girlsboro Police and Wayne County District Attorney's Office will work to have him extradited to North Carolina to face charges. Um, he faces an open count of murder. Um, um and then uh what people were saying what the the thing that was people were saying is it might also be a hate crime because allegedly he's his mom says he was i mean his mom says allegedly that he was hit on by the by his shop teacher oh and then came back to school with a gun and killed him and the shop teacher was a man okay so guess the race of what was his name kenneth uh morgan stencil guess the race everybody in the chat room see what you guys think uh pay to play cop white knife but not shot dead by the light of the moon white whiter than the lies on the instagram page of that woman rod read about on ball alert <laughs> one of the brothers oh lord has to put down a knife not shot white crack her Point printed and pressed white sounded sounds white third generation cheesy the 12th generation slave owner he whiter than a mug white like the crust on the corner of paul pierce's mouth white yeah i would add uh so white ben affleck asked him to be erased from his ah. history <laughs> you guys got it right 
And that's him in the chat. Um, I'm just going to say, uh, doesn't look like a hard guy to find. Mm-mm. Uh, face tattoos. Um, oh wait, did it not, did the picture not come in? I do, I don't see, hold on. Oh, hold on, let me put it back. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work, guys. There, there it is. Doesn't look like a hard, hard guy to can find. Mm, seems like, uh. Oh yeah, he's easy to find. Yep, that's, uh. he got the bat signal around the half of his face? Like Mike Tyson or something, face, uh, tattoo. Um. A man saw it in wife's death at a Hanover Dunkin' Donuts. Now that's oh. that's sad. Um uh and Airedale County uh police are searching for this dude. Uh in connection with a homicide. County are searching for the man who allegedly killed his wife inside the Dunkin' Donuts in Hanover where they both worked. <laughs> Officers found her body late Sunday night after being alerted by several customers that no one was working at the counter. 11 News reporter Lowell Melzer joins us live in Hanover with the latest on the search for the suspect. Lowell. Hey, good evening, Donna. The Dunkin' Donuts behind me is right across the street from the Arundel Mills Mall and the casino. It remains closed at this hour. It's been closed since last night as police continue their investigation, an investigation which began after a customer walked in and noticed something wasn't right. Police say it was around 10.50 Sunday night when a customer walked into this Dunkin' Donuts in the 7,000 block of Arundel Mills Boulevard and noticed that there was no one working there. They called investigators who checked out the property, and they made a gruesome discovery in the kitchen area. An employee, 21-year-old Palak Patel, dead on the floor. We're still looking for this individual. It's important that we uh, find him and get him off the street. Police immediately began an investigation using several patrol units and an aviation unit and determined that the woman's husband, 24-year-old Bahad Resh Kumar Patel, also an employee, bludgeoned her to death with an unidentified object and then fled the scene. We're not ruling out the fact that he may still be local. Uh, he, could, he could be on foot. Uh, we do not have any vehicle information. At this point, there's no indication of a vehicle. Police say the Patels lived in a nearby apartment community close enough to walk to work. Neighbors there were shocked by the crime. That was very unfortunate. Anytime anyone takes uh, matters into their own hands and injure anyone in any way, that's really unfortunate. So I'm praying for the uh, family of the deceased and just playing praying for us as a community. Police say while there are no documented domestic violence cases involving the couple, they did respond to one call at their residence last December. Apparently somebody in the neighborhood heard some loud noises or banging, so that was just a report of a possible domestic incident. Police say evidence collected at the scene linked the crime to Patel's husband and that the crime was not random. Now, if and when Patel is caught, he is facing a number of charges, including first and second degree murder. Police could not comment as to whether or not they think he may have fled the country. Police are asking anyone with information on his whereabouts to call them at 410-222-4700. We're live in Hanover tonight. I'm Lowell Melser, WBAL, TV 11 News. All right, guys, guess the race of Mr. Patel. Um, apparently he's on the run. They can't find him because everybody, everybody runs on Duncan's. Apparently so. They call me Mr. Abu Indian. Black Rob says one who pretends to be black to get into medical school. Oh, red dot, not feather. Hindu Indian. 
they were working on a new curry donut flavor and things got violent says ac sand monkey whose red dot marks the spot on his forehead dot head indian won't eat beef will murder women thank you come again says elliot one who smell <laughs> like curry and fried dough indian in america we don't kill our wives when they disagree with us owner of every cheap smoke of every smoke shop curry in hurry indian um season his chicken with lowry's instead of curry indian working to get that tech support degree indian the correct answer is he was uh, indian good job everyone you got that racism correct now let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race everything's worth double the points double the racism uh so far most of you guys are two for two matter of fact all of you two for two um unless you didn't guess at one point and then you'll just one through that one you guessed <laughs> um let's see i think we we covered the the woman that beat the dude upside the head with a bat right and it was a first date uh, th- yes yes okay. we did i remember that uh, one um let's see here is here's one um oh wait no 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 don't say that for another time um how about this one Police burglary suspects hit a pedestrian uh in uh during a chase. Um police say a burglary suspect being chased by police. Well, I'll just let them play it. Let's see how this get this article play. Um but yeah, he was hit by the police uh he was being chased by the police and he struck a pedestrian and then crashed his own car um he carjacked a honda from perimeter mall then he shot at an elderly woman during an attempted burglary uh and that driver died tuesday night um police identify him as 17 year old anthony stokes of decatur stokes gained national attention when he was denied a heart transplant because he had a history of non-compliance so oh. yeah he, like he already was famous for not doing what the law said to do. Here's the latest now in the investigation. We reported on the channel to action. Okay. Come on, news report. Do better. Oh, damn it. Come on. All right. Well, I'll just read it then. Um, so he says, uh, he talked to Channel 2 Action News about his journey in 2013. They said the pedestrian who struck, who he struck is Clementina Hernandez, 33. A lady says, uh, spoke, a person kicked in the door to break into her house. She was inside the living room and saw the suspect. He was wearing a mask. The suspect then took off. Police said a short time later, an officer saw the suspect and again. reported on the Channel Dimension News, 19 at 11, that the <laughs> suspect in the chase and crash was Anthony Stokes. Now, Stokes got a heart transplant in 2013 despite having a criminal record. At the time, he told Channel 2's Jovita Moore in an exclusive interview that he was thankful for a second chance. And Channel 2's Liz Arts is live in Roswell at North Fulton Hospital where the pedestrian hit 
during the chase is recovering this afternoon. Liz. Fred Clementina Hernandez has family by her side right now here at North Fulton Hospital. Within the past 60 minutes, a spokesperson told me that she is stable today after being hit by that stolen car yesterday. Here's video moments after the crash Tuesday. Police say 17-year-old Anthony Stokes stole this black Honda, burglarized an 81-year-old woman, shot at her, and while attempting to get away from police, struck 33-year-old Clementina Hernandez before wrapping the Honda around a pole and killing himself. Dr. John Webster said down. he was in his office Tuesday afternoon when he heard all the commotion. We see several medical people over the body trying to resuscitate, we assumed, couldn't really tell. And then more um, individuals were working on the car trying to get the person out of the car. And today we are trying to learn more about each one of those victims left in the path of this crime spree. Whatever we find out, we will bring it to you on Channel 2 Action News starting at 4. Live in Roswell in North Fulton County, Liz Arts, Channel 2 Action News. Yeah, that dude was living that thug life for sure. For real. Heart transplant, second chance. He said, I'm about to go Grand Theft Auto again because I gives no fucks. YOLO. Um, all right, guess the race of Anthony Stokes, uh, chat room. From Decatur, where the blackness is greater, sickle cell carrying cicada. That's a, that, those are two different guesses, but they could have been a rap verse. From <laughs> all right. Outcast. King Kunta Black won't skip Gates to skip the part of the family history where the great-great-grandma made the bad potato salad for the first Juneteenth cookout. Kung Fu Panda Black and Black. Everybody's guessing Black on this one. Well, the correct answer is Black. You guys all got it right. Um, congratulations. Um, I have a picture of him. Um, I, it seems like this is before his, um, before his heart transplant. And, uh, I am amazed that he got that heart. Um, be honest with you guys. I don't know. I don't know how they, somebody's a good person. <laughs> they take a picture of him and be like, this is what we give your heart to. I'll be like, eh, never no, mind. you good. I'd like to not donate it to science then. Yeah, I thought y'all. Can we pick it. somebody else? Thought you're gonna use it for good things. All right, I didn't uh, know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. You're recycling me here. I, I do, I do want to yeah. be out here more than a few days. I'd like to make be able to. Can I place a veto? Can I throw on my veto card? So Ratchet is Ken Mackey guilty in murder of alleged coke dealer involving samurai sword. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, December 2013, uh, Ken Mackey got arrested for homicide in an incident that left two men dead. The location, an area that recently gained attention for being arguably Aurora's most dangerous block, uh, turns out. The crime had, was also had a link to police shooting of Sherrod Kendall, a tale told in a recent Westwood cover story. Um, now Mackey, a habitual criminal, initially implicated in the 2000 death of Frank Scalisi, 
has been found guilty of both murder and attempted murder in a case prosecutors say involved the attempted ripoff of a cocaine dealer that devolved into gunplay and a battle with a samurai sword oh, oh. yeah Mackey has said that i've been wearing his gps ankle monitor at the time of the killing well don't want to make it too tough for the police just just put me at the scene of the crime at the time because uh, you can track my gps monitored bracelet why why make you guys have to like do evidence and shit and work right um let's see uh as we reported mackie 43 boasts an arrest record that goes back to at least 1990 but this part uh but the most notorious previous crime he involved in was a 2000 carjacking that appeared to have been led to the death by a heart attack of scalisi who's age 69 so that was just almost like bad luck you know carjacked the old man who died of a heart attack <laughs> um although Mackey was initially charged with murder in the scalisi matter that count was dismissed leaving a robbery conviction that kept him in jail until 2013 february but within months of his release he was already back in trouble on may 31st of that year he was hit with the two with two attempted attempted murder counts as well as a previous offender gun possession offense in November 2013, Mackey pleaded not guilty to those charges, was freed on a $100,000 bond, hence the aforementioned ankle monitor. Later that month, on November 26, Mackey found more trouble. The incident took place at 1400 block of Lima Street in Aurora, an area captured in the following interactive graphic. Um, they said, uh, if the area looks familiar, it's because three homicides were taking place on that block in approximately six months. <laughs> Yet that what took place in 2013 was violent, even by the stretches, most notoriously bloody standards. What happened at approximately 2.45 a.m. on the 26th, um, two men forced their way into Martel Cornelius Thomas's uh, home. He's 65 years old. The two were later identified as Mackie and Greg McCoy, a 46-year-old mentioned in our Sherrod Kendall feature. McCoy was in was the common-law husband of Sherry Landrum, mother of Sherrod, who was shot by the police officers while uh, inside his car in January. Um, let's see. However, the DA maintains that Thomas also dealt cocaine. And that's the old man. 65-year-old cocaine dealer? Shit. <laughs> yeah, get out the game at some point, right. baby. Right. Uh, don't they got retirement age for folks? And this particular line is the reason Mackie and McCoy were there. Mackie and McCoy knew that Thomas was a cocaine dealer and attempted to steal any drugs, cash, and valuables from inside the home. The scheme went wrong very quickly. The DA's office says Mackie and McCoy fired a couple shots through the window of Thomas's apartment, then broke through the door, gun still blazing. What the fuck kind of shit? Gun still blazing? What kind of robbery is this? You're just killing the man. Gangster. Thomas wasn't alone. An unnamed woman was also present. She said that taking cover while Thomas grabbed a gun of his own and fired a shot that killed McCoy. Goddamn. So the code D already got killed. At that point, McCoy Mackie found a samurai sword on the wall of the living room and used it in a continuing fight with Thomas. Now, why the fuck wouldn't you leave? Your boy's dead. It's over. Robbery over. It didn't work. <laughs> right. Shortly thereafter, Thomas managed to run out of the house, but he collapsed in a nearby alley as Mackie gave chase. In the end, Thomas was hit by three shots with one in his chest proving fatal. So it didn't, they actually did kill the drug dealer, dude. Rather than splitting at that point, Mackie returned to the apartment and demanded that the woman inside tell him where to find the keys to Thomas's car. He allegedly took the keys, $80 from her purse, some cocaine, and afterwards he used Thomas's gun to shoot her in the left breast. Well, goddamn, we shooting titties too? Right. He, she survived. 
because this dude's a terrible criminal. Apparently so. And was and he was rounded up a short time later this past week. A jury convicted him of two first degree murder counts and attempted murder beef, uh, and several other charges related to the robbery, burglary, and car theft. Uh, so he should get a court date, um, July, July 2nd for a hearing on habitual criminal court counts. I'm sorry, habitual, habitual criminal counts and common sentence multipliers that can result in him staying behind bars for the rest of his life. Good. I think so. I agree. Good riddance. And no, a sword was involved. So just remember that, guys. A lot of people got swords hanging on their shelves. They sell cocaine, come in their house, and next thing you know, the sword's being used against you and your woman. Right. So that ain't cool. Mm-mm. Um, I like my titties. Don't shoot me in them. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of titties. Aren't we all? I would hope so. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. I believe tomorrow's the show we have with Three of Negroes. So that'll be dope. Yes, it will. Until then, make sure you go. Shadow Dog Productions has uh, the audio play album, mm-hmm. uh, Lisa St. Odom's Best Stories on iTunes. Pick it up. Leave it a five-star review. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.